nagpost ako sa Facebook. Bihira ako nagpo-post sa Facebook. Pero nagpost ako sa Facebook and then a uh, picture namin ni Bambi who were at a restaurant eating. And then you know, once in a while I, I have to check kung ano yung mga na-comment ni mga yan. Yung mga iba diyan di ko kakilala. Pero mayroon diyan na comment sana all. Sabi sana all. Ano big sabihin eh? Google, Google. And uh siya nga pala na it, it it's something na like a Filipino phrase. Taglish na yun, di ba? Na it means I hope everyone ay mararanasan yon. You know, something na something good like like kanina nakita natin yung house and car ni Jeron at Abby. Oh, sana all, di ba? What what are the things that makes you say sana all? What makes you say sana all? Relationship, pangpapayat, no? Pagpumayat na sana all. Ano pa? Traveling. Wow. Ano pa ba? New gadgets. Huh? Save. Ma-save. Oh, sana all. Yeah. Well, uh, today I want to talk about, actually this is a little mini-series. We'll call it All or Nothing. So today, sana all. Next week I'm going to talk about absolutely nothing. <laughs> so, but uh, sana all, you know, and, and when we think about all, I'm thinking of what the Bible says when, when Jesus said, all who come to me, I will accept. I will never reject anyone who comes to me. And so a few things that nakita ko, and, and it's in my heart, that I think sa akin, sana all na maranasan ito. And I believe sigaw din ng puso ng Diyos. Number one is sana all become believers in Jesus. Sana lahat ng mga kaibigan natin, sana lahat ng ating mga, mga kapamilya, neighbors, your co-workers, kaklase, sana lahat, sana outbreak, ma-contaminate ma, ma lahat with the love and salvation of God through believing in Jesus. So Romans chapter 10, Verse 1, sabi ni Paul, Mga kapatid, gustong-gusto ko at laging kong pinagpapray na sa Diyos na maligtas ang mga kababayan ko. Yung bang sigaw ng puso mo na lahat ng mga kababayan mo maliligtas? I hope yan ang sigaw nating lahat na when we go through this life, hindi lang habol, uh, hindi lang house and lot ang habol mo, hindi lang promotion ang habol mo. Sana yung mindset natin is ma-transform yung bansang Pilipinas at lahat ng mga kaibigan natin, lahat ng mga kababayan natin maliligtas. How will you be saved? You cannot be saved except through Jesus. Walang makakaabot, walang makakapunta sa Ama except through Jesus. So sana lahat ay maniniwala kay Jesus. Lahat na magiging believer. Pag sinabing believer, ligtas na. Because we are saved by God's grace through faith. And sabi ni Paul sa Romans chapter 1 verse 16, I am not ashamed of the good news. Because ito ang kapangyarihan ng Diyos para iligtas ang lahat ng naniniwala kay Christ. The gospel is, sa simpleng salita, magandang balita. The good news about Jesus, kung anong nagawa niya sa cross, kung anong nagawa niya to bring us back to God. Ang Diyos naging tao, 
namuhay na yung buhay natin, naranasan na ng lahat ng temptations, but he never sinned. And yet, inako ang kasalanan ng buong, buong sanlibutan. He died our death and rose again for us to be forgiven ng lahat ng mga kasalanan natin. That's the gospel. Sana lahat maniwala. Maraming naniniwala dyan sa kung ano-ano, New Age, Buddhism, Hindu, or maraming naniniwala dyan sa mga human reasoning. You know, this is what I think. Ito yung, yung sa, ayon sa psychology. Maraming philosophy. Maraming philosophy. But I hope all, sana all, maniniwala. Sino sa inyo naniniwala kay Jesus Christ? Yan. All, Romans 10.13, all who call out to the Lord will be saved. All people, you know, G- Jesus was saying this in the book of Revelation, chapter 22, verse 17. Let anyone who is thirsty come. Of course, not just physical water. Jesus, the water I give, parang eternal life neto. Whoever is thirsty, kung sino mang nauuhaw, let him come. And anyone who desires, drink freely of the water of life. Sana all maligtas. And all can be saved. But not all will be saved. Only those who want to be, will be. Because God gave us a choice. But sana lahat. Mamili ng tama. And sana lahat tayo ay magsabi, magsalita, magkwento about Jesus sa iba. Mark chapter 16 and verse 15 and 16, Jesus said, Go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved. But anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. Nabanggit ni Jingo kanina, yung John chapter 3 verse 16. Sobrang mahal ng Diyos ang mga tao sa mundo, kaya ibinigay niya ang kaisa-isa niyang anak para hindi mapapahamak ang lahat ng naniniwala sa kanya, kundi makaroon sila ng buhay na walang hanggang. Sa King James Version, ang nakalagay doon that whosoever, sana lahat, no? Sana all. Whosoever. Ang pangako ng Diyos, noon pa sa Garden of Eden, and then later, naging napakalinaw kay Abraham. Nung nakipag-covenant si God kay Abraham, and Abraham ay naging pinuno ng, ng father of the Jewish people, pero ang pangako ng Diyos kay Abraham is, through your offspring, yung descendant mo, all nations of the earth will be blessed. Yes, gagawa tayo ng, ng linya, gagawa tayo ng bloodline out of the Jews, but andon pa rin yung pinaka, yung pinaka target ng Diyos. Yung pinaka nais ng Diyos, yung, yung sana ng Diyos na through you. And you know, of course, out of Abraham came Jesus. Through your offspring, I'm gonna bless and save all nations of the earth. Buti na lang all, kasi kung hindi, edi wala tayo. 
talagang excluded ang America, excluded ang Pilipinas, mga Jews lang. Pero no, sabi ng Diyos, sana all. Yan ang sinasabi, oh, sana all. Kaya pinadala niya si Jesus para lahat ay maligtas. And even uh, in Acts chapter 11, verse 8, even to the Gentiles, sabi niya tayo yan, walang hudyo dito, even to the Gentiles, God has granted repentance that leads to life. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 3 to 4, God, our Savior, He wants all people to be saved. God doesn't just pick some people. Puso ng Diyos, He wants all people to be saved. And to learn the truth. Second Peter chapter 3 verse 9. He does not want anyone to be destroyed. And it's obvious of first Peter, uh, first Timothy. He wants all. Sana all. Second Peter chapter 3 verse 9. Ayaw niya. Hindi payagang Diyos. Na anyone will be destroyed. But he wants everyone to repent. God wants all to be saved. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 2, I love this. 1 John 2, verse 2 says, this is Jesus. He himself is the sacrifice that atones or, or, or that removes or that pays the full price for our sins. And not only our sins, but the sins of all the world. Big sabihin, kung ligtas ka, Huwag isipin na mga sins mo lang nabura. Lahat. The whole world's sins have been taken away. And kung sino mang nakipag-isa kay Kristo, yung benefit activates for that person. And he becomes, sabi sa first John, uh, John chapter 1 verse 12, na ibigay sa kanya, lahat ng naniwala at lahat ng tumanggap sa kanya, napasa kanya ang karapatan na maging anak ng Diyos. But God doesn't want, okay, first, uh, John chapter 3, 16, uh, that whosoever believes ay hindi mapahamak. Ilan ang mapapahamak na naniniwala kay Jesus? Ilan? Wala. Ilan ang mapapahamak na hindi tumanggap kay Jesus? Think about it. God loved the world that whoever believes in Jesus... Whoever believes in the Son ay hindi mapapahamak. So, ilan na dyan na sa, sa mundo ay mapapahamak na hindi, yung hindi naniwala kay Jesus. Think about it. Walang middle ground, walang gitna. Either you believe and you are saved or you refuse to believe. At yan ang mapapahamak. Pero hindi yan, payag, hindi yan ang Willing ni God. Hindi siya willing doon. Ang Diyos, nais niya ang lahat maniniwala. Okay, second point. Is that very clear sa atin? Second point is, sana all become disciples. Okay, now, sana all disciples. Listen, show me an example of a square. Sino sa'yo may square? Ito. Yung sa gilid sa left side, square yan. Anong tawag dun sa right side? Square din? Rectangle. Oh, good. 
What is a rectangle? Okay, so ito ay tinatawag na polygon. Alright, sa, sa geometry. Ang polygon is a, some, uh, you know, a polygon is a polygon with four a, a, a quadrilateral, it has four sides. A four-sided polygon is a rectangle. Pero, not all four-sided are rectangles. Pwede naman diamond. Four sides yan. Pero hindi naman rectangle. Pwedeng, uh, tawag doon, trapezoid. Diba? Mga ganon. Yung mga trapezoid. Pwedeng four sides, polygon, but it's not rectangle. So, para ma-qualify to be a rectangle, anong mang dapat? Four sides, but, no, four sides with right angle. 90 degree angles. Alright? Alright, learning. Alright, so a four-sided polygon with four right angles is a rectangle. Okay? Pero pwedeng maging rectangle na hindi square. For a square, kailangan maging rectangle, qualified as rectangle, pero higit doon, kailangan na all four sides ay pare-parehas ang length. Four equal sides. So, all squares are rectangles. But not all rectangles are squares. Therefore, every disciple is a Christian, a believer, ligtas. Pero hindi lahat ng believers are a disciple. Are you following me? Malaki ang pakakaiba sa isang believer na tinanggap mo si Jesus, tina, uh, you know, naniwala ka kay Jesus, and dahil sa iyong panampalataya, ligtas ka ng Diyos. Dahil tinanggap mo yung free gift of salvation. At the cross, thousands of years ago, Jesus paid for your sins. If you believe that and receive that, boom! Boom! You are saved. Boom! You will go to heaven. When you, boom! You have a access. You have a relationship. You might not enjoy it. You might still be complaining. You might still be sinning. You might not recognize Lahat ng mga benefits that are yours, but you have. Because you don't save yourself. It's something God does to you. He takes you out of the dark and puts you in the light. So if you are saved, if you believe in Jesus, wala nang yay for you. It's yay for God. Di bida. You know, Jesus is the bead. You were saved. It's something that was done to you. But it doesn't mean na ayos na ang buhay mo. Spirit mo, ayos. Pero ang pamumuhay mo, ang kaisipan mo, ang lifestyle mo, ang habits mo, hindi, hindi basta ibig sabihin, everything is okay now. We need na papatuloy tayo and to become a disciple. Now, what does disciple mean? You know, before, nung pag sinabi sa Bible, Christian, actually three times lang sa Bible yung term Christian. But the word disciple is like 
281 times. And yung term Christian, nung una, nung first na paggamit ng salitang Christian, it was mockery. Ang tawag ng mga unbelievers sa mga believers ay sila yung mga Christian. Ibig sabihin, mga little Christs. Mga taong naggumagawa at ginagaya si Jesus Christ. And before, it was a, a mockery term. Pero ang mga Christians, okay lang. Talagang Christian nga eh. Kung ayaw mo, di problema mo yan. Sige. So, eventually, Christians accepted it. At first, it was like a derogatory, no? Pero tinanggap nila. But today, pag sinabing Christian, parang it's more on anong nasa birth certificate mo. It's more on, you know, anong religion mo. Ay, Christian, ha? Okay. Pero hindi yan ang ibig sabihin na disciple. Ang disciple means a learner. It's, it's not more about belief, but it's more about behavior. Pag sinabing Christian nowadays, parang it's about belief rather than behavior. So pag malinaw, kailangan natin gamitin yung term disciple. Because a disciple is a learner, which means mayroong teacher-student relationship. I don't mean a learner na yung parang mahilig mag-google and ka mag-isa na mag-research. That's not a disciple. That's just a, like a, a what kind of intellectual. But a disciple is a learner na may teacher. Uh, let's put it in another word. It's an apprentice. You cannot be an apprentice with Google. So, a disciple is a apprentice, a follower. Everybody say follower. And Jesus chose 12 followers. At lahat ng mga chosen, they were called. Tinawag ni Jesus. Pero hindi lahat ng called were chosen. Are you following me? Maraming sumunod kay Jesus sometimes. But the 12 followers, apprentices, followed him all the time. Sila yung nagpapaayos ng buhay nila. In fact, when Jesus called them in Mark chapter 4 verse 19, itong sinabi niya, Come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. So, gusto mong maintindihan kung ano ibig sabihin na disciple? Number one, is someone who comes. He's a comer, letter Letter A. A disciple is a comer. Pangalawa, letter B. A disciple is a follower. Jesus, come, follow me. And letter C is, he is engaged in Jesus' mission. Ang mission ni Jesus was to seek and save the lost. Another term na ginamit niya is fishers of men. Nagahanap ng mga lost, ng mga nangangailangan ng kaligtasan. And I will save them. Mga fish na kung saan-saan nakakala dyan, we will bring them into the boat. Sabi ni Jesus, if you are a comer, lumalapit, sumusunod kay Jesus, and engage sa mission niya, then you're a disciple. Now take note, this is very different sa mga Christians na nagsasabi na, Oh God, please help me sa aking trabaho. Tulungan mo ako na marami akong pangarap. Lord, pagpalain mo ang aking plano na umabroad at, at magnegosyo or mga ganito. 
marami tayong mga pangarap and we want to make our own mission in life. And then, dasal na dasal. Lord, bless my plans. Lord, bless yung pangarap ko. Give me the dreams. Give me the desires na gusto ko. Sana ako din. Mga ganun. And minsan, nag invento tayo na sarili nating mission in life. And that is just rejecting yung mission na, na merong sa utak ng creator mo. Siya ay may mission na pinakamaganda para sa buhay mo. Siya ang may purpose. Siya ang may plano. Sabi ng Diyos, I have the plans for you. Hindi ka mapapahamag, but to prosper you and give you a hope and a future. But they are my plans. I know the plans I have. Hindi, hindi niya sinabi niya, okay anak, hintayin ko na yung dream mo, yung mission mo, ako na mag-adjust sa'yo. Pagpalain kita kung anong gusto mong gawin para sa buhay mo. Hindi ganun eh. You don't come up with your own mission in life. You don't come up with your own purpose and say, ganito ako eh. Ganito ang gusto ko. Lord, mag-adjust ka naman at tulungan mo naman ako. Hindi ganun. Are you following me? That's not a disciple eh. That's a fool. A fool makes up his own plan. The wise man follows Jesus wherever he leads you. Kesa experiencing God, isa sa mga prinsipyo doon, is find out where God is working. Then you join Him. Ikaw mag-adjust and you join Him. You follow Him. That's what it means. Now what is Jesus' mission? Ano ba talaga ang pinaka-mission ng Diyos? Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 to 20. Go into all, sabihin mo all, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. You know, baptizing them and teaching them. Be one and make one. Pagdating sa disciple. Be a disciple and make a disciple. Sana all. Go to all world, all Offices, go to all the schools, all the homes, all your family, all your classmates, all your office mates, all your friends. Go to all and make disciples. Number three, sana all become leaders. To be more leaders. Leaders, sana all become leaders. Why lead? Why to, why lead? Listen. Number one, because we are created to lead. Some of you dyan, na yung personality mo parang, uh, pag sinabi kong lead, agad-agad yung personality is like, ayoko, ayoko, nahiya ako. Ayoko, mapansin nila ako. Mga ganon. It's not about personality. It's about design. God designed. He created all of us to lead. Okay, listen. Sa pagsimula pa lang, God created man sa Garden of Eden. Paano? In His own image. Okay? Sorry sa mga lokong scientist na y- yung parang evolution. <laughs> Bahala ka kung gusto mong maniwala na kamukha ka ng unggoy. But God created us in His image. So, pag nandiyan sa Garden of Eden, and imagine ikaw si Adam or Eve, and ikaw sa nasa Garden of Eden, naglalakad, 
hindi pa nangangat ng mga animals no no yung mga lion elephant all that safe safe doon kasi hindi pa pumasok ang kasalanan so hindi pa nagma-malfunction ang creation so naglalakad ka sa garden of eden and yung mga hayop doon when they interact with you as if they're interacting with god because god was not in the flesh there God's a spirit, but God put Adam, created Adam in his own, in his own image. So pag nakikipag-interact ang dalawang aso, hindi isipin ng isang aso ay yung kapwa kong aso, si God yun. Wala na ganyan sa isip niya. Pero once na nakikipag-interact ang aso sa kanyang, sa, sa man, man was in God's image, so Ang pagkaalam ng animals is I'm dealing with one of the God kind. Maybe not God mismo, pero the representative of God. So uh, when the point is when and what did God say? Anong anong purpose or anong trabaho na binigay ng Dios sa Adam? Kay Adam, rule and subdue for me. Simply hindi niya sabi niya rule and subdue, pero you don't have to follow me. Listen, you cannot be a leader if you don't have one. You cannot have followers if you're not one. So as long as Adam was under the leadership of God, ang kanyang marching orders is you you are in charge in the garden. You rule. Okay, another word for rule would be you lead. You 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 govern, and you subdue or you dominate. Now that's a bad word today. Dominate because na abuso na na abuse. But in those you know walapang sinon, so it just means you lead. You take responsibility. He get padoan sinabi ng Joss. You need to be fruitful. I bless you. Now you're fruitful and multiply. Paramian make make this garden uh, bigger, better. You lead. Listen, sin came into the world, so nawala yung ating godly, perfect leadership. Nawala sa man, binigay kay Satan, ang leadership, ang dominion. And so, pumasok ang kasalanan, pumasok ang rebellion, and lahat, and not dysfunction. Hindi ibig sabihin, we're not able to lead now. Man can still lead, pero hindi na good leadership. Now, it's full of mixed motives. The leadership after Adam's fall was leading people astray. Leading people in the wrong way. Selfishly. Hurtful. But, listen. Thank God Jesus came to redeem us. Renew our leadership design. And restore us back to God authority leadership. Listen, now that you are in Christ, once na you turn over, you, you ibabalik mo na ang control ng buhay mo sa Panginoon, and you come under His leadership, now you can lead. At sana all will lead. Kung hindi ka nagli-lead, hindi ka na function. 
ayon sa iyong design. Sa design ng Diyos at sa purpose ng Diyos sa buhay mo. Now, it doesn't mean to say pare-parehas ang leadership style. Hindi ibig sabihin, you're gonna lead, you know, uh, 500,000 people or one. You might lead three people. You might lead your, your family. If you're a, if you're a father, you should lead your family. If you're a pet owner, you should lead your goldfish. Or kwaan yung pet na meron ka. Yeah. Minsan may mga may mga nag-aalaga ng aso, parang mga aso ang may may authority sa bahay eh. Sila yung nasusunod. Baliktad. If you're in Christ, you should lead something, someone. And what we do, leadership means you influence people and environments. What do you influence? You you bring change. You bring upgrades to people and environments. Sana all na maging leader. But you can choose, letter B is you can choose to be a passive leader or a proactive leader. Sana all will choose na maging proactive leader. Because lahat, lahat ng tao ay naglilig ng something, someone. Ang tanong lang, is are you leading actively or passively? Pag active, ibig sabihin may intentionality at may focus. Isinasadya at nakafocus sa ginagawa mo. And if you lead, and another question is, where are you leading? Lahat ng tao, Facebook, Facebook page mo palang, you're leading, you're leading people. Did you know that? You're a leader sa mga posts mo palang ng Facebook because it's creating an influence to whoever is following you or watching you. Hindi mo akala na leader ka pala. Leader ka, ang tanong lang is what kind of leader? What quality of leader are you? Saan ka naglilid? Anong direction ka naglilid? Mga kapatid, kung disipulo ka ni Kristo, payos na ng buhay. And start leading in the right way. Start leading in God's direction proactively. Let's just pray. God, take my passions and help me to focus and be intentional sa aking pamumuhay so that I can influence the people and the environment sa aking buhay. I can bring a change at the house where I live. I can, I can bring upgrades doon sa workplace namin. I can bring people to God and connect them to God para maligtas sila. Lord, kasi kung intentional and focused ka, it will force you to change how you live. Pag hindi ka leader, parang passive yan eh. Leader ka pa rin, pero passive, hindi ka isasadya ang buhay mo. Kesera-sera, whatever. Pero kung ikaw ay proactive leader, you will be really thinking about what you're doing. You will really be depending on the Lord for grace, for help. Because alam mo, your life matters. Kabataan, mga seniors, babae, lalaki, kahit sino ka dyan, your life matters. You're not just taking up oxygen. Mahalaga ang buhay mo. And God has a plan for you 
to be a leader. Sana tanggapin mo. Sana lahat ng believers ay maging disipulo. At sana lahat ng disipulo ni Kristo ay maging leader. Kung hindi ka, kung hindi mo alam kung paano mag-start, you start to be a leader by being a follower. Doon nagsisimula. And here's this third thing. See yourself, and this is, you want to be a leader? Here's how to do it. See yourself as a servant. See yourself, view yourself as a servant. Hindi na tunay na leader yung, yung para may position ka lang. But see yourself as a leader and it will cause you to be more effective if you see yourself A, as a servant and B, as a representative of God. You represent God. So practice, even this week pa lang, ito ang pwede mong gawin. Practice itong dalawa nito. When you go to work, sa bahay, makikipag-interact ka sa mga kaibigan, view yourself as a servant. Okay? Pagdating sa scene, I'm a servant. How can I serve? Where's the problems here? Where's the mess? Saan ang gulo dito? That's my calling. See, masyado tayo ano, addicted to comfort. We like, kung, if you could choose, ano bang gusto mo? Uh, order or chaos? Siyempre, karamihan gusto nilang order. Ako, ayoko, ayoko gusto ko chaos. Bakit? Kasi I can make a difference there. If there's a place of order, we don't need you. If there's a church and everything is in order, what's your contribution? Manggugulo ka lang. It's mag- maayos na. Diba? If, there, if, you're, if you work at a company where everything is smooth, all systems are in place, and you just have to walk in, para kang ano eh, gusto mong mag, you want to live a life of insignificance? Punta ka, punta ka na lang sa Taiwan at magtrabaho ka dyan sa assembly line ng mga factory. Boring. Run to the chaos and be an asset. Be a leader where there is no leader. Be a solution where there's so many problems. Don't gravitate towards comfort, ease, and order. But be a servant where there are great needs, hurts, problems. Is this challenging anybody? Be a servant. And then this week, see yourself as a representative of God. Don't just gravitate to everything that's easy and orderly. Servant mode natayo. Ambassador mode natayo. I'm a representative of God. Practice interacting with people to honor God and lead them to a connection with Him. A few more things. Sana all. These are just the last things I want to just mention. Sana all have cell group. Sana all have a cell group family. Sana all are planted in the house of God. Number five. Sana all 52 Sundays of this year. Attend tayo sa church. Attend tayo sa worship service. Sa celebration. Sana pag Christian ka na, all in. Sana all in ka na. Bigay todo na. Sana all volunteer to serve and enjoy 
church. Church is not some place for you to attend like watching the show. Hindi to sinihan o program lang. Sana all magva-volunteer. Maaring you might come a little bit early or maaring you stay late. Maaring attend ka sa isang service pero volunteer ka sa pagsaserve sa isang pang service. Don't worry, makakain ka pa na ng lunch. And hindi ka magugutom. You know, sana all mag-serve kasi mas enjoy. Mas enjoy ang church kaysa yung para kang puro spiritual tourist mode lagi. Tagaloob ka na. Sabi mo, tagaloob na ako. Seven, sana all tithe and experience God's provision. Ibang topic ito, pero ang tithe ay hindi prerequisite upang pagpalain ka ni God. Hindi requirement ang tithe upang pagpalain ka ni God. God has already blessed you. No, hindi ka nagtatayas, God already blessed you. It's just that you probably don't know it. You probably don't recognize or acknowledge that that was God blessing you. Tithing positions you for a higher awareness of God's provision. Parang grace. Grace was already given. Pero nung tinanggap mo at ibinigay mo ang buhay mo sa Diyos, nararanasan at na-appreciate mo na ang grace niya. And number nine or number eight is sana all bring VIP and spread the good news. Sana lahat ay magdadala ng VIP. Lahat tayo may friend. Dala mo yung friend. Family. Invite. Hindi lang invite. Bring. Isama. Because of your connection, I'm sure, may influence ka. Ang tanong is, saan mo siya inililid? Lead people to be connected with God. Lead people to a family-friendly experience with God. Lead people by spreading the good news about Jesus. Upang sila din ay maligtas at maging believer. At sila ay bilang believer ay magpapatuloy at magiging disipulo ni Kristo. At hindi lang disipulo ni Kristo, kundi magpapatuloy sila at magiging isang leader na ayon sa kanyang tunay na original design.